Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. Okay, it's Justin Hogg here from Right Source talking everything not-for-profits, which is pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool outside, actually, at the moment. Um, now, recently, I've been doing a, a bit of work with not-for-profits in terms of setting their KPIs, starting their new financial year, and it's interesting to understand, I suppose, the process of setting KPIs for organization, especially a not-for-profit, and how that, how that works. I thought I'd share that with you guys today. Now, the first thing, so the first step in, in setting KPIs um, is actually not about the KPIs themselves. The first thing is to understand what the strategic objectives of the organization is. So why are you here? What are you trying to achieve? You need to understand where you're going to un- as a first point. So what is it that you're trying to do? Is it, are you trying to impact a large number of people, small number of people? What's the services you want to provide? What's the difference you want to make? Are you doing advocacy? Are you doing it in a large geographical area or a small geographical area? Um, all those type of things fit together. Like, what is it? What is it when you really boil down that you are trying to achieve as an organisation? And that's the first step before you actually start looking at KPIs is to try and have a very clear picture of what your why is. Once you've got your objectives, your strategic objectives, that gives you clarity on what you're wanting to achieve, and that clarity is really important within identifying your KPIs, which is the next step. So. When you're identifying KPIs, you want to understand, so a KPI is a key performance indicator. So it's an indicator of how you're going, which is really important to understand. It's not about setting things that will tell a story because KPIs don't tell a story of how you're going. All KPIs do is indicate whether you're on track to achieve those objectives or off track. That's it. And then once you have that indication that you're off track, for example, you go and investigate. If you're on track, well, you don't really need to look very hard because you're on track. So it helps you manage by exception a bit more and use your resources a bit more effectively. So because of that, taking a clarity of your objective, you want to identify things that indicate you're achieving your objective. So for example, if you're about impact and you want to have a large impact, well then you want to measure something like how many clients you're seeing or how many geographical areas you're in. That helps understand the impact that you've got. If you are looking about raising awareness, well then one of the areas you want to have a KPI in is maybe media mentions or number of donors or or members that you've got on board. If your sustainability of your organization is, which it probably should be, but if that is one of your key strategic objectives, well then again maybe cash at banks a measure that you're making sure that you've got enough in the bank to continue operations. their KPIs now in themselves, like having in the number of clients and meeting target on that or making sure that you've had so many media mentions, that doesn't tell you why. It just tells you if you're on track and if you're hitting the objectives that you want to measure. It's also important, I suppose, from that point of view with your KPIs is you don't want to have a thousand KPIs because then they're not key. They're just all of them. So key is very important so less is less is more so you really don't want to push past like a half dozen's great a dozen's getting a bit much um 
you really don't want to go any further past that because you want them to be the key things that you're measuring. And if you're looking at those things on a page, the less that you need to look at actually helps you see more. And the other process, the thing you also find once you start looking to identify your KPIs, it might actually pop up, uh, well, we're actually not sure or clear on this objective. So that's great. Go back and revisit. Go back to step one, have a look at your objectives again, clarify them, come back and identify your KPIs. Once you've got your KPIs and identified, you then go and set your KPI. So I actually think that's quite an important process. Like identify the KPIs you want without putting, uh, well, what should we hit? Because that helps you get clear on the ones that I think will provide the message. Once you've got those, then go, okay, what should the targets be? And this is when you get to understand, well, can we, can we actually measure the KPIs that we want? Um, and is it easy to measure? Like if it's overly onerous to measure those KPIs, well, they're not going to work because then it, it creates too much work for your organization. You want things that are relatively easy to measure. Also with that measurement, you're also wanting to understand who owns those KPIs. So you, if you measure, say for example, we were talking about how many clients you're seeing, if you're measuring that and something's wrong with it, you will actually want to understand, well, who's the person I need to talk to who's responsible for that KPI, that first that first level of responsibility who can then start providing the reasoning or the explanation or the story if the target isn't being met. Now obviously as you go and look at setting these KPIs and and understanding what targets you want, if things are hard to put a target or they're hard to measure, well then go back and, and have a look at how you can either change the, the target or change the KPI. Now one really good example of this was um, sustainability for an organization. They wanted to have uh, how much, they wanted to have a, a certain figure in their cash or in their bank, which would cover six months of operations. Great. And they also wanted to publish these KPIs to the broader employee base in the organization to show that they were, you know, they were meeting their KPIs. When it came to setting the KPI, they're like, well, we don't want to tell people, one, how much cash we want to have in the bank, and also, more so that if we're not hitting that level, which quite often not for profits, that's a goal to get to that cash level. We don't want to be communicating to our staff that we're under that level. So using cash at bank as, a, as the measure wasn't, initially wasn't seen as a good KPI, but in then discussing it, one of the ideas came up was, well, rather than have the dollar figure, have the percentage that you're at. So say, for six months, you need $400,000 in the bank. Rather than saying, well, our KPI target is $400,000 and we're currently at $200,000, our KPI is to be 100% of that requirement and currently we're at 50%. And they felt much more comfortable in giving that percentage out to people because it was a clear measure, it was easily understood and it didn't feel like it was providing the wrong message. Mm. That then leads into the last step in terms of the KPI process, which is when the rubber hits the road, to measure the, the KPIs and report on them as your operations continue. And as you do this, you'll find, again, where you'll get a bit idea, still a bit more idea of the, how onerous it is to measure these, and you want to get things that are simple and, and relatively um, small burden in terms of reporting. So there'll be that revision process that'll have to happen with your KPIs, but also you'll, understand the behavior it drives. So sometimes 
uh, all best intentions, you set a KPI and it is important for your organization to do, but then it, it drives the wrong behavior and you need to, you need to I suppose, re-look at, re-examine that KPI and how that's set. Another example of that is um, incidents, uh, a not-for-profit was looking at safety and they wanted to have um, incidents reported as a KPI, which absolutely, you want to make sure that enough incidents are reported that, that you know, people are reporting safety incidents. But what they found was that that actually drove the wrong type of behavior in terms of um, if you set the KPI low, people didn't want to report incidents. If you set the KPI high, um, it sort of drove the message that, you know, we wanted incidents. So it didn't seem to make sense. Again, a neat way of solving this, I felt, was we changed that KPI to rather being incidents reported, we wanted it to be incidents resolved. Now, this actually then encouraged people, not necessarily to report incidents, but to report when they'd fixed something. So this is important because it actually made people become proactive. So they actually fixed incidents before they occurred. So they saw a potential for an incident and that was allowed to be captured in KPI. Then all of a sudden that meant, you know, the actual amount of reported incidents dropped because we're wanting to make a KPI, making sure that we're continually improving and, and fixing issues before they were incidents. So it's that behavioral aspect. Now, that's sort of important to understand and that evolution of your KPIs. And once you're measuring and reporting, hopefully that means you're then actually achieving your strategic objectives. And as you achieve them, they might change. And you go through the process again. So it's not a static process. I mean, you don't want to be changing your KPIs every month, but you do want to be continually going through that process and making sure that the indicators that you identify and set and measure help you achieve your strategic objective. And if something changes in that objective, that you relook at your KPIs to make sure that that all stays in sync. And I think something that all not-for-profits can do because it really helps you with that, you know, understanding very quickly where you're at and that exception reporting, which allows you to spend more time actually working on operations. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, Check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.